We are so glad you're listening to this week's Sunday message from Live Oak Community Church in Lubbock, Texas. We exist to make more and stronger followers of Jesus Christ. Our hope is that this teaching will meet you wherever you are in your journey and inspire you to love and pursue Jesus. We invite you to connect with us, and one of the easiest ways to do that is to download our app available on the iTunes App Store and Google Play. Thanks for listening. Happy New Year and welcome to the year 2023. And this is going to be a, a great year. I really believe it. Sometimes we go into a new year with a lot of questions, but I want to ask you to think about this new year of going in very purposefully. And today we're going to help you with that with an online devotional. But first I want to explain a little bit about why we do what we do. The week after Christmas, we always take that Sunday off. And here's why. Our staff and our volunteers Sunday in and Sunday out serve and give and do such a great job that we want over the holiday week for them to have a week to unplug, to rest, relax, and connect with family, travel if they need. So I just want to say thank you to staff and volunteers who serve every Sunday. It makes a difference and it means a lot to me. Thank you so much. And in, in, in place of that, we gather here online and do an, I do an online devotional to help us start the year purposefully. And as we do that, I want you to think about an analogy. Imagine if 2023 was a road trip. You're driving somewhere and 2023 is a road trip you take in a car. Now, here's the analogy. When, you take, when you're driving in your car on a road trip, you've got the windshield that's in front of you that you focus through. You've got the rear view mirror that you glance back occasionally. And you've got the destination of where you're going that determines what you do along the way to get where you're trying to go. Using that analogy of a road trip, if 2023 was a road trip, what would it look like? Let's take those three parts. What would it look like you, just as we leave 2022, we're pulling out first day of the new year, as you glance back in the rearview mirror to look at 2022, just take a little bit of glancing back. Sometimes we want to forget stuff and just, we can't leave fast enough and get into the new year. We want to leave it behind. Sometimes we're forgetful. We leave something behind as we move forward. Sometimes we forget some things we needed to celebrate. So before we focus forward on 2023, the windshield's big. We focus there. But that rear view mirror, it's a little mirror, but we glance back to look behind us. Just take a minute. Glance behind you. What was really hard this year? What was difficult? What was upsetting? What was maybe tragic? What, what was teaching for you? What was something that informed you? What was something that, that taught you a lesson? What, what is something you learned or experienced new about God or reminded of God's faithfulness or character? Think back about that. What were some successes? What were some wins? What is something to celebrate? See, we glance back because we don't want to totally forget what's gone on in the past. But we don't want to focus there. We're not driving backwards. We're going forward. But there are some things from this last year that might be very valuable. Lessons you need to learn. Reminders of God's faithfulness. Things you need to grieve. What is it this last year that you want to glance back and then take a minute and just maybe try to capture those. Celebrate them. Spend some time praying. Have some praise. Have some gratitude. Have some confession. 
Maybe there's some things in this last year you want to focus forward, but maybe you just need to confess it to leave it behind. On our journey, you have this big windshield, you focus forward. A little rearview mirror, rear mirror, you glance back. So just glance back. Spend a little time doing that, but the windshield's big. Spend most of your time focused forward. And as you spend time looking forward, you're focused on where you're going. What is it you want to accomplish next? What's your end destination? At the end of 2023, if this was not New Year's Day of 2023, but it was New Year's Eve of 2023, you're wrapping up the year. What are the things you hope to celebrate? What are the things you hope to see change in your life? What are the things, what areas where you hope to grow? What's the desired results of 2023? You're going to spend, invest each day this year, and it's going to take you somewhere. You're going on a journey. Where do you want to end the year? Not just what do you want to do, but who do you want to become? Because it's a big choice. And maybe the better question is, who does God want me to become? Because again, if you're going on a journey, you got the little rear view mirror, you glance back, the big windshield, you focus forward, and you're focused on your end destination. What if God has a great destination in mind? I believe he does. And as you make plans for this year, and you have things that you want to see happen, what if you pause and said, God, hey, here's what I want to see happen, but God, what do you want to see happen? Proverbs 19.21 says, Many are the plans in a person's heart, but it's the Lord's purpose that prevails. You want to be part of a 2023, a year, an experience this year that you know it won't fail? Be part of God's purposes. Involve Him in your planning process. That's the end destination. I want to be where God wants me to be. I want to be who God wants me to be at the end of the year. That's the end destination. We're focused forward on that. We glance back to learn from the past, celebrate the past, grieve the past, but we focus forward on where we are trying to go, where God's trying to take us. So again, this windshield lesson, you're on a journey. 2023 is a road trip. You've glanced back. You're focused on where you're trying to go. And the idea of focus is so important because really how you're going to spend your days this year has everything to do with how you focused your mind, your time, your money, and your relationships. So where's your focus? Focus forward. Where do you want to go? Who do you want to be? How do you want to grow? How could you have a growth mindset that this year I'm going to grow? This time of year, people make all kinds of goals and, and resolutions, and they try to start new habits because they want to grow in some area. Typically, those fail pretty quickly. Not for everybody, but for many of us. But what if this year was a year where you had this growth mindset, where step by step on this journey, as you're focused on where you want to go and you're focused on it, you don't focus on, well, I'm not there yet, so I give up. You focus on what does it look like to take a step that direction today? Let me teach you a word. Say this word, no matter where you are, even by yourself, say it out loud. Say the word, Kaizen. Did you say it? Say it again, Kaizen. Great, you just spoke Japanese. Kaizen is a word that means this. It's a Japanese term that means a consistent, constant, ever-increasing improvement that defines quality not as something to be maintained, but something to be lived 
and out and sought after on a daily basis. It basically means having a growth mindset. I'm going to grow a little bit each day. I'm going to take one step each day toward the goal of where I'm trying to go. It's this consistent growth mindset. And the guy that had it was this guy named Jigoro Kano. He was from Japan. He actually um, invented the sport of judo, or actually he resurrected the sport of judo. judo. It was jujitsu. It was nearly defunct. And he brought back jujitsu and in, kind of incorporated this art called judo that became the first sport in the Olympics, martial arts sport in the Olympics. It became the defense system of the Japanese police. It was the first Eastern martial art in the Olympics. It became this huge impact. Uh, on the sports world, as a matter of fact, ultimate fighting today, a lot of that comes from his influence. The idea of a black belt and a white belt, well, that was his idea. He instituted that. The very first person to have a black belt was Jigoro Kano when he invented the sport of judo. And, and you, even if you're not a martial arts person, fan or participant, you probably know the difference between a black belt and a white belt. A black belt means you're the expert. You have accomplished the highest level of what it means to do that sport. The white belt means you're a beginner. You're at the very beginning. You've got a lot to learn. Shigeru Kano had such an impact on the sport of judo and, and jiu-jitsu and, and uh, martial arts, mixed martial arts, all these things, karate, all these things. Sports were impacted in terms of martial arts. But he had an impact also on the police system. The education system, the educational mindset in Japan was transformed by his idea of having this, let's get a little bit better each and every day. Kaizen, constant, continued growth. Don't focus on where you want to be that's so far down the road that you get discouraged and quit. Think about the next step, the next step. Grow a little bit each day. Jigoro Kano was, was an expert. Black belt. The inventor of the black belt. And when he was about to die, he called in his students and his last, one of his last words to them were, when you bury me, do not bury me in my black belt. Bury me in my white belt. Why would he say that? Because he said he was trying to teach his students what he had lived his life by. He did not have a black belt mentality. I'm at the top. I've learned. I've arrived. I know it all. His life was spent with a white belt mindset. I'm in, I've got a lot to learn. I've got a lot to grow. And he lived every day that way. I challenge you to have that mindset. I've got it all figured out. I know I don't. But if I don't have the white belt mindset that I'm going to grow a little bit today. I want to be teachable. I want to grow. Have this growth mindset. Not a new year mindset for growth, but a new day mindset. See, sometimes our problem is we think this year I'm going to do all this. Rather than focusing on what you want to do all year, yeah, keep the end destination in mind. But... Keep today as the focus. What can I do today that gets me to the end goal of who I want to be, what I want to do, but more importantly, what God wants me to do and who God wants me to be. Instead of a new year mindset, have a new day mindset. That way if you fail, you just get up tomorrow, you start again. Clearly I wasn't the black belt today. So tomorrow I'm going to start with a white belt mindset. I've got a lot to learn. I've got today that I can make the most of. This is the day the Lord has made. Let's rejoice and be glad in it. Let's make the most of it. Wake up every day with this growth mindset. And on this journey, you have to keep growing. That's how we move forward on the road trip. Are you committed to your growth? 
Here's the good news I want to tell you if you are or the, what you're missing out on if you're not. God has promised that He, God, is committed to your, to your growth. He is. Philippians 1.6 says, Paul was confident of this, that He who began the good work in you will carry it on to completion. He will finish what He started if you invite him in, if you let him work with you, if you let him work on you. God has a growth mindset when he thinks about you. I'm committed to your growth. I'm not going to leave you as an unfinished project. I'm going to grow you until completion. I am faithful to that promise. God's committed to your growth. Are you? You've got the God of the universe who created all this who says, I want to help you grow today. Next step, one at a time. I've got a lot to learn. I've got a lot to grow. I'm going to focus on today and how I can look to what God wants to do in me. So let me just ask you this very practical question. In 2023, what are the next steps, the next steps of what you're going to do to pursue what God wants to do in you, of growing you? Maybe it's, Simply reading the Bible. That's great. We believe engaging Scripture transforms our lives. And when we engage Scripture, when we have the mindset that we're not just engaging Scripture, but God's engaging it with us. He's engaging us through Scripture. And He's with us as we do it. It can be a transformative experience. Engage Scripture. We have a reading plan, a passage you can read every day at Live Oak. Look for it on the app or website. I'll give you a link to it at the end. It's very, very important to engage scripture, to put God's truth in your mind and then live it out in your life. Maybe it's simply to pray. A lot of us pray, but a lot of times it's because I get so overwhelmed or stressed or fearful or concerned or I have a need. Something prompts us to pray. Don't wait for a prompt, just pray. Try to pray all the time, anytime. But set a scheduled time and say, you know what? I'm just gonna pray. And sometimes it's talking to God, either out loud or silently. Sometimes it's just listening and being still. But spend some time praying. Praying for your stuff. Pray for other people's stuff. Pray for my stuff. I need it. Pray for people. But spend some time praying and talking to the God who loves you and is listening to you. Be thankful about your relationships. They're incredibly impactful on your growth. Whatever you're growing in, it has a lot to do with the people you're connected to. That's why I encourage you. Get in a small group. If you're not in one at Live Oak or, or anywhere, get in a small group. Maybe it's just inviting somebody to read scripture with you. Maybe it's to have an intentional discipleship relationship where you're discipling somebody or someone's discipling and investing in you spiritually. Or maybe you're just growing together. The smaller the group, the greater the opportunity for impact. That's why we try to move people from this room, a large room, on a Sunday into small groups, into one-on-one or small group, one-on-one or one-on-two relationships. Your relationships are, are, are transformative. So is serving. Serve others. Serve at Live Oak. Serve in life. I'm telling you, serving not only transforms you and God uses it to change you, but the people you're serving with, this is why we have teams at Live Oak, the people you serve with also can have an impact on you. What's your next step? If you say that you want to grow and you're committed to your growth, what's your plan? Make a plan. 
Take a step. And rather than think, I'm going to do this the whole year, but if you miss a day, you give up, just have a one day at a time mindset. What am I going to do today? But keep that end goal in mind. Keep focusing on the windshield, focus forward, glancing back, but focus forward. But keep the end destination in mind. Who is it that God is creating you to be, working in you to be? What is he doing in your life? What are his plans for your life? And then just take it one step at a time. The goal of growth, spiritual growth, for a, for a follower of Jesus is simply to know Jesus better. To become more like Jesus in who we are and what we do. And to grow into all that he's created us to be. All that he has planned for us. That's why we grow. It's not to get God to love us. He loves you. 100%. Unconditionally, he loves you. And because he loves you, he doesn't just forgive you and redeem you. He loves you, so he's committed to your growth. He knows the best you is out there to be developed and grown through his Holy Spirit and your participation in what God's doing in your life. But you've got to participate. He's committed to your growth. Are you? This is a prayer from Ephesians chapter 3. Paul was praying for the people in Ephesus. And this is my prayer for you. This is my New Year's prayer for people at Live Oak. And maybe I, I hope you'll pray this for me too. Let's pray this for each other. And there's a prayer here and there's a promise. In Ephesians 3 verses 14 and following, it says, For this reason I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his Holy Spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you, be made, you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. What a prayer. That you would know how big you're loved and how big your God is. And he'd be rooted and established in your life and you would be rooted and established in the love that he has for you. That he would work in you. Transform your inner being. That's a big prayer, and I'm praying it for you. Please pray it for me. And in that prayer, there's a promise. The next verse, verse 20, Ephesians 3:20. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Did you hear what he said there? God can do more than we ask or imagine. We think about that in, in, in our certain situations and in life, with our finances, with, with troubles, with all these different things. When he made this promise in this prayer, he promised that the transformation that God can do, God's working in your life, can transform you and change you more than you ask or imagine. Go ahead and make your New Year's resolution. Go ahead and make your goals for the year. God can do more than you ask or imagine if he's at work in you. He's promised to do it. 
As a matter of fact, in 2 Peter, he says he's given you everything you need for a godly life through his divine power that's working in you. God is working on you. He wants to work in you. He wants to work through you. And however you imagine that it could turn out in 2023 for your life, it's more than you could ask or imagine. Because the God we serve is bigger than we know. So let's get him to know a little bit more this year, day by day. To know Jesus a little bit more each and every day. And to surrender a little bit more of our life each and every day. To participate with him more, him more a little bit each and every day. As he works in us. As he works on us. As he works through us. This year is going to be a journey. It's going somewhere. Don't be casual about this. Grab the wheel and steer your life. But as you think about being in a car, think about the, the little rearview mirror. Just glance back and then focus forward. Glance back. What do you need to remember to celebrate, confess, praise, learn? Glance back. But then focus forward on where you're going through that windshield. Look way down the road. Where is it God's taking you? But then back it up and focus forward and just think on the next step, the next day the next mile, and have that growth, growth mindset. I've got a lot to learn. I'm going to be humble. I've got a lot to learn. I'm going to be hungry. I'm going to pursue what God has for me. I'm going to hustle after it. I want to grow. And God, I pray you'd take us somewhere. And God, for this reason, I kneel before you. And I pray thanking that everybody in this world derives their name from you because you're their creator. And I pray that out of your glorious riches, you may strengthen everybody who's listening to this with your power, through your spirit and their inner being, so that you, Jesus, may dwell in their hearts through faith. And I pray that they would be rooted and established in love and they would have power together with all the Lord's people to grasp how wide, long, high, and deep your love is for them and for others. And that they would not just uh, know it, but they would experience it. Because our best attempts at knowing how much you love us and how big and good you are. It's bigger and more than we think. God, I pray that everybody would be filled with the measure of all the fullness of God. And in your name, Jesus, we pray because you are able to do immeasurably more than we ask or imagine. So this year in people's life, through your power working their life, I pray you would do more than they ask or imagine, that they would dream big, but know that God's bigger than our dreams and our hopes for transformation, I pray you'd put that in us, that we'd be hungry to become more like you and believe that you can do it. And all you ask of us is to follow you step by step, participate in the growth. God, I'm excited to see where this year takes us. And I know it takes us someplace good if you're driving and if you're leading. So God, we give you 2023 and we're thankful for it. It's in Jesus' name I pray, amen. Hey, let me just tell you a couple things. Next week, January 8th, we're back as usual. Normal Sunday, 9, 30, and 11. Kids ministry's happening. Uh, we're starting a new series in the auditorium called Legacy. A legacy is something you live in and something you leave behind. And we're going to talk about living in and leaving a legacy of faith. It's going to be incredibly important for us. And what a better way to start the year than thinking, how can I grow in my faith? and leave a legacy of faith for others. 
The opportunity is impacting us and impacting others. And I'm excited about this series called Legacy starting January 8th. And I mentioned Bible reading, scripture engagement. Live Oak has a Bible and scripture engagement plan every day. Today, in fact, if you're on it, go to the Live Oak app or website. You'll find uh, today's reading. It's Psalm 1. It's a great one because it talks about meditating and thinking deeply on God's word as well as being aware of who's around you. It's, it's an incredibly important verse about, that talks about how God grows us. Psalm 1 is a great way to start today. Start the new year by reading one chapter of the Bible, Psalm 1. And then tomorrow, James chapter 1. And then this week, you'll read all of the book of James. You can end the first week of the year by reading an entire book of the Bible. It's not very long. It's incredibly practical and helpful. I encourage you to read uh, through the reading plan, James 1 uh, through 5 this week. Scripture engagement is incredibly important. I pray you'll do that. Go to the Live Oak app or website to find that. I hope to see you next Sunday. And I'm praying that this year is a blessed year for you and God can do more than you ask or imagine. So why wouldn't we let him lead us that direction? Why wouldn't we let him take the wheel and drive us on this journey? Happy New Year and thanks for joining us.